for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. I don't know about you, but I could use a break from space stress. Instead of hanging out on the Oz-9, waiting for the ship to bump into the free-floating, undetonated apocalypse device from the shattered Oz asterisk, let's see what the group on Earth is up to. Last we heard, they were calmly sniffing soaps and stroking towels and helping Pluto get his hand out of a Mike and Ike's dispenser from the 7-Eleven. Though in the showertorium, for once they're not captives or indeed in any immediate danger. Really? Really? Then I will have squandered my last quarter. Why is your hand inside the machine? You know the sweets come to you. You don't have to go get them. Four or five measly candies for 25 cents? Absurd. Such an exchange is not a sale, it's extortion. It's a quarter. A quarter. Say humans evolve from apes. I would call it more of a backslide. Huh, this from a guy with his hand stuck in a candy machine. Oh, for crying out loud. Hold still. Sweet release. My lady has saved me. Monkey man, gather the sweets. What? No. I see one thither and another young. Also, hence. No, your other hence. I am not picking up candy from the floor of a giant bathroom. It's just not sanitary, hon. Very well. There are enough here to sustain me a while. Did you just refer to me by a term of 
sweet endearment? Oh, uh... Are you really going to bring that ridiculous thing with you? Ditto. Watch it! Okay, as much as I'm enjoying all this playful bickering, I'm actually not. So, could we possibly get on? And then go. Get on with what? I'm out of ideas. There's nothing here. What about that sweatshirt? Yes, yes, I've been thinking on that. And it's unfortunate occupant. Oh, now come along, Donna. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Every time I try to circle back round to that crispy garment, you distract me. What is it this time? Poseidon trapped by an air filter in a suburban swimming pool? Or, or perhaps Aphrodite got folded up in one of those vibrating hotel beds? No, she's right. And I hear it too. Voices. Angry voices. Let's get out of here. Or... Where are you going? Get back here! Wait for me, else how may I protect you? Do you trust her? Say not as far as I can throw her, but well, I've been doing some javelin training lately, and well, I've been working on crossover and delivery, so I suspect I could get some real loft and distance, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take that as a very British no. We're going after her, aren't we? Uh, we have to. We keep her in sight until we know exactly who she is and whose side she's on. Now, come on. They're not happy, Thelonious. We're too close to fail now. Why are those fools still alive? Those fools are more resourceful than we thought, sir. Certainly a hell of a lot luckier. And our mightiest weapon is convinced one of them is the reincarnation of his wife. And that's going to make killing her a great deal more difficult. Shh! Pluto! They'll hear you! Oh, idiot. Where are they now? Sadus says he saw them heading back to the tunnels. They know that's where it's all going down. Or at least where they're under Pluto's protection. Don't say going down, Polonius. You're entirely the wrong sort of villain. You're certain Pluto is unable to leave the tunnels? Huh? I'm pretty sure he's right here, too close. Ugh, your breath smells like black licorice. The licorice all-sorts machine was less sturdy than the Mike and Ike's. Sweet? Oh, sure. Thanks. Wait. Where did you have these? Will you two please shut up? For heaven's sake, Thelonious, get to the point. One would think you're simply filling in space between key plot points. Is Pluto stuck in the tunnels? I buried his key to the gates of Hades at the entrance to the tunnel. Without it, he is unable to leave the tunnels and unable to return home. Am I? Oh, do you suppose they mean... This key? Huh. You are a never-ending fountain of surprises, aren't you? As in a bit of a mole, for that matter. I like digging. You're trying to come back to me, my love. 
I do miss my back home. Did Felonius say that Southers told him we were heading back to the tunnels? Why would he do that? Is he protecting us? That man has the loyalty of a starving vampire at five minutes to sunrise, hmm? Meaning? <sighs> Meaning he didn't just pop by for pancakes, dear. Now, if he's directing them away from us, it's, uh, it's for some purpose of his own, hmm? She's right. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Maybe we should split up. No! No splitting up! Yeah, I want to check out the tunnels. Let's split up. I'll go with Julie. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I'd like to check out the greenhouse. We need to see what they've got growing in there and get an idea of what we're up against. So we're walking into a room full of giant carnivorous plants. Is there a third option? Like, maybe I should check out the hotel restaurant or one of the guest rooms? Well, how about this? Uh, ben, Julie, Donna, you canvass the greenhouses, maybe get a rough count of their numbers, and Pluto and I will head to the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yes, I really rather do need to locate my cane. I wish to accompany my lady. She and the humans will need my protection. We're good. Thanks. Ease up on the testosterone, honey. You might need it later. Yes, I think we'd uh, best keep you and that key separated until we have a, a better notion of its power, eh? Consider it, um, contraception. No, oh, never mind. If you're all done divvying yourselves up, those two are still talking. Might want to hear some of this just saying. Are you sure? That's a dangerous plan. I can think of no other options. And if it works, it will pay off. Enormously. Very well. I shall see what's left of you at dinner. Black tie tonight. I'm off to hire another housekeeper. Another, sir? That makes four this month. Yes, well, apparently the plants are attracted to the smell of the disinfectant we use. Could you not just switch brands? Mm, No, let's not. We do get a sizable discount on the one we're using. More than enough to pay off the occasional next of kin. If I could just ask one more question about our secret plan. No, not now. Do you think someone can overhear? No, I'm just bored with it. Damn it. Did you get any of that? Nope. You folks yacked right through it. I might have to enroll all of you in Clandestiny 101, knowing when to shut up to ensure you have a future. And where might one attend such a course? Hmm? All right. Uh, The boys are gone, so it's me, Ben and Julie, to the greenhouses, and you two to the tunnels. My lady, perhaps we might have a moment in the sunshine. You hate sunshine. You know this of me. You see, you truly are my wife. Come back to me. You're the god of the underworld? It wasn't a big stretch. You're right, I am no fan of Saul, but I've been told my golden hue glows most alluringly in the full sunlight. Oh, sure. Why not? In Minnesota, we rarely get our full share of vitamin D, especially in the fall and winter. In fact, anyone north of 37 degrees latitude is probably at a higher risk of a deficiency, and we're at 41 to 47.
Considering the vitamin D controls moods... Well, that was convenient. <laughs> I wanted a moment, Julie, just to tell that you... That burned sweater, the crest, is N-C-C-A-C-E-C. Yeah, Donna's alma mater. You rather stole my thunder there, didn't you? Look, can we have this conversation outside? Hmm? The smell of gold-dusted talcum powder is starting to clog my sinuses and possibly my sense of morality. Following the path taken by Pluto and Donna, Julie, Ben, and Mrs. Sheffield discover the lift that has allowed generations of powerful men to come and go from the showeratorium discreetly. The lift exits directly outside the resort via a door hidden beneath an ancient growth of vines. The door has never been discovered by non-members, though the persistent scent of lavender, crested peacock, honey, rose, and frankincense has led to stories that the ghost of famous French perfumer Henri Almaras lingers here. Okay, explain. Why would they murder some random community college student? Oh, good lord. I mean, is he typically this slow? Or did he give up half his IQ points for Lent? Look, I'm getting pretty tired of being called stupid. Really? Julie loves you. (laughs) I don't. And that's what matters. Stop. Ben... We're thinking there's more to MCCACEC than just weird classes. All the spy stuff? Exactly. I checked out their course catalog on my phone and just listened to some of these. Tales from the Cryptology, Night of the Living Dead Drop, Ghoul Morning Vietnam. They're not exactly being discreet. What's the ghoul thing? Let's just say this. The real Clara Sheffield died in 1840 and is buried at St. Travis's in Painswibble, Gloucestershire. Sporotrichosis, apparently. Bless her. She did do a good line in baskets, so I've I've found. Was it she was a basket case? Can't remember. Moving on. Nope. I heard died and wibble. A ghoul is an agent who scouts for identities of real people who are dead. They're good cover for living agents. Mm, mm-hmm. Why do you know that? Ah, the point, Benjamin, no, I'm not pointing over there, listen, is that Donna's school appears to be something of a, of a training ground for agents. You see? Well, that's good, right? That means she knows things and probably has a secret weapon in her... I don't know, hat pin or something? Hat pin? Or something. I mean, she's not even wearing a hat. It's a bit suspicious, wouldn't you say? A giant pin sticking out of your head, not to mention painful. Feel a little prickled, eh? It was just an example. Is Lent nearly over? We, we do waste a lot of time explaining. The problem is, we don't really know which side she's on. And she's got Pluto, who could be a real danger if she's not on ours. So what do we do? I think for now, we do what we said we would. Split up and do some investigating. We can at least keep Donna and Pluto apart to make them less of a threat. Hmm. Thunderous side. I do think Donna's the bigger concern, don't you? Hmm? Crack shot, well-trained in the sneakier arts. You sure you can keep her in hand? At least there's two of us. Oh, you are sweet. They're coming. Okay, Ben, 
Let's get moving to the greenhouses. Mrs. S, let's meet back at Pluto Spring at 7 p.m. As Julie, Ben, and Mrs. Sheffield were discussing their concerns over Donna, Donna and Pluto were discussing concerns of their own. Probably at higher risk of a deficiency, and we're at 41 to 47. Considering vitamin D controls moods well, I'm pretty sure that's why the polka is so popular. It's, it's peppy. It is rather pleasant to hear the sounds of birds other than vultures, buzzards, and condors. You've been up here for a long time, though. I'd have thought you'd be used to it. Over the long course of my existence, a couple of hundred years is merely a blink. Oh, right. Infinite and all that. So, what did you want to tell me? Also, could we maybe find some shade? I feel a little exposed, and you're sort of blinding me there, Goldilegs. Stroll with me to yon grove of willow trees. There are none here to espy us. Alrighty. How far is yon? Oh, about three staves, give or take a couple hundred peas. Oh, sure. My love, I fear you do not enjoy the trust of your companions. I know. Hazard of the job, really. I don't take it personal. Do you think you could be in danger from them? I'm not worried. Ben's a sweetie, but he couldn't defend himself against an allergy attack. If I have to, I can take him hostage to make sure the other two behave. Very well. But I do have an escape hatch, should you need it. It can take you very, very far away. You're not talking about Hades, are you? Not in the traditional sense. Though if it's true that hell is other people, it's closer to hell than one might think at an idle glance. Is that what you're guarding? My loyalty is as ragged and full of holes as Caesar's toga on the 16th of March, my love. I'm not yet ready to betray my oath, not even for you. Do you hate me? Our neighbors over in Michigan have a saying, just because it's Christmas in Bronner's doesn't mean you can leave Grandma in the car. Does that answer my question somehow? Bronner's Christmas Wonderland? It's a star over in Frankenmuth that's decorated for Christmas all year long, even in the heat of summers. Okay. You can't always trust what your senses tell you, that's all. Sometimes you gotta step outside and verify. Still not sure if we're good here. We're good. You gonna share those Mike and Ikes? Only if you eat the green ones, I... Don't like the green ones. Fine, but you can keep the licorice all sorts. Yuck. Perhaps we should head back so we don't further fuel their suspicions. You haven't asked me if I'm a good guy or a bad guy. No, I haven't. I find such characterizations are rarely accurate or persistent. Wow. Wisdom really does come with age. Which is why it's a tragedy. Humans last less than a century. I'd stick my tongue out at you for that, but I don't think it'd help my argument. Probably not. Would, would you like your key back? Or you could just move in with me. 
Move in? We're talking about Hades, not an apartment in downtown St. Paul. I have been to St. Paul. Hades is not that different. Maybe not quite as much suffering. It's a very nice gesture, but what if I'm not the reincarnation of your Persephone? Well, the tradition is if I give someone food and they accept, then they must live with me and be my bride. Then I hope you and Ben will be very happy together. Wait, what? No! What did you just say about you and Ben? Nothing. Don't worry. We biscadaddle if we want to keep from being seen. Hmm. Right. And do remember we don't know where Felonius's plan is set to unfold, so keep your eyes and ears open and watch each other's backs. And fronts and particularly any pointy bits. Eyes up for a full house. The group splits up. Ben, Donna, and Julie head to the greenhouses, with Ben ducking behind small buildings, shrubbery, and the occasional confused guest to avoid being seen, while Donna and Julie stroll along behind, silently enjoying a rare moment of sunshine. For the moment, we'll leave them to their investigations to follow Mrs. Sheffield and Pluto. I must warn you, death awaits someone in the tunnels tonight, so if you need to stop and take a few deep breaths before continuing, or get some popcorn if you're that kind of a person, now might be the time. Hmm. Did you just shudder? <laughs> Do you feel it as well? It. You mean the waft of pheromones from you and Donna? Worth a shudder, I'll say, though not from you. <laughs> Death. Ah, not the petite kind, as the French say. Hmm? Oh, la, la. Oh. Your mind lives in the gutter, I think. Well, yes, yes. Uh, well, no, 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 nobody does does have a uh, summer house there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you sensing, exactly? Hmm? I mean, we know there are dangerous creatures in those tunnels, but... Yes, and death is not an infrequent visitor here. Uh, yes, uh, isn't, isn't that you? I am the god of the dead. Right. Not the god of death. Not really seeing the distinction, really. I mean, death's a death, isn't it, really? I said, no, I've met a few. I do not bring death. I only control those whom death has already found. The bringer of death, Morta, roams these tunnels tonight. Ah, Morta, yes, yes, I see, I see. But, uh, but as you said, you know, she's got a few holes punched in her kill ten, get one free card, so why the shudder now? This death is different. It shifts the scales. Now, what oh. in the seven flavors of Meemaw's prize-winning bathtub sorghum syrup whiskey took you so dang-dang long? I dropped that hit with Felonius ages ago. All right, all right, untwist your bolos, you... So where's the rest of your little clan? Um, oh, yes, uh, they are watching uh, from a distance through powerful scopes atop even more powerful rifles, so... 
You just behave yourself. Hmm? Mrs. Sheffield, you are nearly as adept at hogwash as the second-to-last fellow of Pixies at the annual San Antonio Polish em Off Barbecue and Two-Step Festival. But I wouldn't trust you to slap a gnat and not call it an eagle. <laughs> that was good. I should have written that down. Oh, now that has got to be the grand champion and best in class of mixed metaphors, hmm? I... I congratulate you. <laughs> Why are we here? Because Tiberius is in there. Tiberius, he ventures into the tunnels only rarely. He's gone to tell the others. He would soon be bringing them a tribute. Tiberius? Well, first of all, how the hell does he tell them anything? Well, they finally figured out the plants aren't fond of pesto. They had one decent translator left, and they slather him up every time he has to communicate. Pesto? Well, that seems oddly specific, doesn't it? I mean, is it the, 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 the pine nuts, the basil, and... Ooh, perhaps it's the garlic. Ma'am, your capacity for going off track would make the Donner party blush. Mm, well, you know, I just prefer not having to break out the magic bullet every time I want to walk safely through the tunnels, you see. Any interest in knowing what... Or who that tribute is? It better not be a ram. I haven't had a good ram in centuries. Oh, me neither. But, you know, you don't hear me complaining about it at every turn, do you? He's telling the others that he's given them his brother. His own brother? That's unthinkable. I suspect a tribute does't mean hazing. Hmm? I mean, wear a, a dress full of whipped cream and fire ants to the grocery store after drinking a bottle of vodka, that sort of thing. <laughs> Woof! <laughs> yeah, it ain't a fraternity. It's fratricide. But is that the sort of thing the others want? Hmm? Really? Well, uh, as long as they ain't covered in pesto... Ain't too picky about what they eat. Ugh. Yes, but clearly Tiberius believes the tribute of a brother is of high values. Should we go in? I reckon we better figure out what's going on in there. Yes, I, I, I do. Um, I do have a cane to recover. Right, ladies first, then, eh? You know, uh, yes, I, 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 I would feel better going in full strength with, with, with all our team. Do, do you think? Seems like the wisest course of action to me. I worry that my lady love is vulnerable without me. And so, launching excuses like Oz 8,000 ships on that distant Tuesday, Mrs. Sheffield, Pluto, and Mr. Southers race for the greenhouses and the fragile safety of numbers. You've been listening to 
Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Lee Shackelford as Pluto, Erie Alexander as Julie, Aaron Clark as Ben, Bonnie Brantley as Donna, Richard Cowan as Tiberius, Kevin Hall as Felonius, Eric Perry as Mr. Southers, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Things are brewing, and I don't mean the combination of licorice all sorts, Mike and Ike's, except the green ones, and mead in Pluto's belly. Until next time, space monkeys, narrator out. Good morning, Agent Phillips. In a time when things are at their bleak. A terrorist could shut down airport control towers or nuclear power plants. When villains threaten every corner of the globe. Some of the most <laughs> dangerous people in the world. Only one man has the skills, the wit, and the talent to save us all. The greatest man who ever lived. Secret agent Chet Phillips. Chet Phillips. Where is Chet Phillips? You know what? Nope. 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 I don't even want to hear the rest. For the first time in agency history, Agent Phillips has declined a mission. Yes! Mission rejected. The adventures of the world's most secret agents. The backups. Skip Granger, master of the code word. Why don't blind people go skydiving? Because it frightens the dog. Mackenzie McGrath, computer genius and identity thief. I'd also like to just point out that my part in your plan seems to be to use $5 million worth of state-of-the-art equipment to change a postage stamp. Bowden Moncrief, actor and master in person. You know, I heard from my agent that they're interested in me for the 12th Angry Man at the Don Rickles Dinner Arena. Gloria, former White House intern. Do you see the tiny dots on the coffee cups? It's a ternary code I invented. This one's Earl Grey with half and half. When the hero doesn't want to help, they're the world's only hope. Any questions? Uh, yes. Are these assignments going to just keep getting more and more terrible? Mission Rejected is a monthly full-cast comedy adventure. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary, I just... Don't want to do it anymore. Just together we Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it! You never do anything! We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. 
Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit! I am not doing it on purpose! Stop! Stop! Oh god! I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.